Hi everyone and welcome to Barefoot TV and podcast show. This is your monthly show that provides you with wisdom for your journey, clarity on your path and support to manifest your dreams. I'm your host Leanne the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium who is absolutely blessed to act as the bridge to connect you and your loved ones who've passed over so you can feel their presence and receive messages of support, joy and love. I'm also a twin flame and my guest today will also share some of that with you as well, no doubt, who supports individuals and couples to step into conscious relationship and sacred union with self, partner, family, friends and the divine by providing guidance around love, relationships, intimacy, as well as practical tools to help you embody and align with the love that you truly are and walk your sacred path, whatever that looks like, sounds like and feels like for you. I'm also a transformational coach and support people to work with the universal energies by looking into their soul mirror to experience powerful shifts, transformations and change so you can confidently manifest the vision for your life that your soul needs, wants and desires. Kick off your shoes, relax and enjoy this month's episode of Barefoot TV, a podcast show where I am joined by my beautiful friend and colleague, Claire Kelly, who is going to discuss with us today soul retrieval. Now, Claire is a shamanic healer and internationally certified MBIC coach who works with clients in the areas of love, business and health. Claire is previously known as the love doctor (laughs) (laughs) and initially started out doing love readings for clients before being drawn into deeper healing modalities to help clients break through subconscious patterns that are holding them back. Now, Claire combines many of her different techniques and styles that she's collected and learnt along the journey in her healing and private coaching practices, as well as draws upon her experience in media, business and professional sport to provide a truly unique balance that combines the practical with the spiritual. Welcome, Claire. <laughs> Hi, Leanne. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. It's funny even talking about the love doctor, you know, we used to joke and it was like the love doctor. So <laughs> no matter what I do, it's like it's still the love doctors, you know, it's part of my, uh, I don't know, my initiation, but it's great to be here on the show and I'm excited to yeah. talk about, to talk about this. Yeah. It's and I love having you come right on the show. It's, you know, our, our conversations always weave some beautiful, amazing magic for people who are listening and watching. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. And tell me a little <laughs> bit first about, you know, if you can tell people a little bit about your journey yeah. first, that yeah. would be great. A little bit about your background and your journey of how you've gotten to where you are today. Well... I suppose it really, we kind of have to start and this ties into the whole topic of soul loss and soul trauma or, uh, which then is the soul retrieval. So, um, I had probably, I think I was maybe 19, I can't remember if I was 19 or 21 and, and I got hit by a Mack truck and I had an out of body experience, but at the time of the accident, I actually accepted that. 
I was dead. I accepted that my life was finished. It was over. And at that point that I accepted, I literally left my body, like my soul left my physical body. And I remember just like looking down at the car. I could see my car doing a 360. It's like an eagle eye view. And it was like slow motion from the matrix, like when the glass goes past and it was just like, everything was in slow-mo. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of connection and wholeness. And then all of a sudden, boom, I was like back in my body Mm. and there was a guy knocking on my window. And I just remember coming back into my awareness, feeling my toes, my feet, just like what's happened. Oh, I'm still here. I can Mm. move my hands. And I remember I turned my head and looked at the guy and went round down my window. And he's like, are you okay? You've just been sitting there like with your eyes open, just not, you know? And, Mm. And that was my first that was my first kind of wake up call or my first experience with the body and then our being and our soul energy. And it was only years later that I realized that was an example of where I'd had soul loss. So it's almost like I'd experienced, you know, a blackout or a loss of memory or something had happened where you're out of the body or you leave the body to cope with the situation at the time I couldn't cope with the reality of what was happening. And so I Mm. left my body spirit, you know, without meaning to, it wasn't like I was like, Oh, let's go have a out of body experience. (laughs) You know, it happened by boom, just because of the situation. And after that, I kind of got a little bit obsessed with, um, yeah, I can't remember if I was 19 or 21, but the semantics. But I started reading up about people that had had, you know, out-of-body experiences or, mm. or near-death experiences. And that was really when my interest in spiritual works kind of began. And it just led me into this journey of reading up about, you know, life on the other side and reincarnation. And it just started to open up these doors for me. And it was really then I started opening up more to meditation and I was playing sport and I, it just led me deeper and deeper into the path of spirituality. I got connected with different teachers, obviously the amazing Jason McDonald, mm. Ethan soul, and all these incredible teachers that we're recognizing, you know, we're not just this physical being, we've got this soul, we've got this spirit as well, but mm. uh, a lot of us might deny that aspect of us. But as I kind of progressed on uh, the, yeah, I started getting stronger messages after I'd finished playing, you know, pro sport, I came back and I'd been working in a corporate job and I just kept getting these visions of, you know, something else or there was more to my life. And uh, I asked the universe to show me what I should be doing and what I'd receive. And that was when I had the first big vision of, Mm. uh, you know, I was like in a big circle and it was like, we were pulling this energy out of people and then people were coming to me and thanking them, you know, for what I was doing. And I I didn't know at the time what that meant or what that was. I just knew that it was something around working with energy, something around with the body. Um, that was when Love Doctor got born. I was shown the tarot. So it's been this big spiritual journey. And each time it's like I've been led to a person, or I've been led to a sacred mm. site that then even more has unlocked for me on the journey. And the real beginning, I think, of really starting to understand the, the energy of soul loss or what, 
soul loss was really about was when I went to Hawaii and uh, I, I ended up doing a trip to Mauna Kea, which is a sacred site in Hawaii. And halfway coming back down the mountain, I had visions of, um, sorry, this is making me cry even talking about it, the war and uh, all the lives that have been lost in Hawaii from the war. And I just had to drop to my knees and beg the mountain for forgiveness for, for the sins of my ancestors and all these lives lost. And that was, you know, that was kind of at the point where I was thinking of going back into corporate and it was like the mountain and the land was like, this is just the beginning of your journey. This is the beginning of your path. What are you talking about? And um, that was when I started doing prayers to the mountains and, and that was years ago. And then fast forward, uh, you know, I get drawn to learn about soul retrieval work and shamanic journeying. And then my friend in Canada teaches me how to do prayers to work with the land and the mountains, but also recognizing the lives that have been lost and mm-hmm. really understanding what is soul loss. Actually, it's all those people that have had the land taken away from them. It's all those people that have lost, you know, the lives of their loved ones. It is those people that have been in situations where they've had their power taken away from an early mm-hmm. on, even before they were born. Um, and that to me now, shamanism is so much a bigger picture than what I even realized. But mm. in a short version, the soul retrievals. I might, were working I might pause you a minute and go, let's come to soul retrieval in a sec because there's so much of a really awesome, amazing stuff in there. Yeah. That I want to kind of pull out a little bit if I can. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So. First thing, um, you and I have had a similar journey around that that um, soul loss from a yes. younger age in yep. terms of when I was, I think, 10, my parents took my, my sister and I on a, a trip around Australia, pulled us out of school for a year. And yep. during that, we, we were in a car accident as well, where the car flipped three, three or four times and had a similar experience to you as a as a spiritual being um you know i was aware that i was suddenly outside of the vehicle Mm. looking back in at Mm. my family in the car and i just had this insight and this awareness of Mm. i actually don't know how i got out yeah i don't actually recall that you couldn't remember Mm. And the funny thing is, a few years later, my insight was because I got pulled out by spirit guides, loved ones, whoever it is you want to call it, um, because my journey wasn't over yet as a soul. And so I kind of want to bring that in for a minute Mm. and, and then go, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, some of us are aware that we're a soul in a physical body yeah, and others are not. Yeah. And what that means, which brings in the soul loss, the soul um, trauma or the, you know, where, where you then step into how do we go back and retrieve that energy or heal that or transform that, whatever it is. And we'll, mm. we'll get you to talk about that in a second. Talk to me first about, you know, we're in some really weird and strange times, right? Yeah. And talk to me first about what are all the different ways we might be able to experience soul loss or soul trauma 
what is that you know uh, just like what would that look like yeah what does that look like for people in their everyday lives does that make well, sense it would, yeah it would look like it could be someone losing a job very yeah. quickly and yeah. uh or someone losing a loved one yeah um and not even not even being coherent um yeah. i remember a friend of mine he accidentally ran over his dog yeah. like there in the car and right then he just went into shock you know so it's 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 like people are conscious but they're not they're not fully present in their body their energy they've left that the, they're in shock you know yeah. so it could be any situation like that also um it could even be things like i don't really want to talk about that but people no. are doing self yeah like you know that kind of thing like hurting themselves yeah. uh there might be some guilt around that yeah. Um, so it's healing around that forgiveness in the body around that. Um, yeah, they're probably the bigger things, yeah. you know, that, that's so happening with people right now and yeah. the loss of the loss of, and not even being able to go to see our loved ones, not being able to go yeah. see our grandparents or, or our little nephews or whatever. Like that's actually really tough for people. Yeah. And, and um, that's, you know, our power being taken, it can be your yeah. power taken away. You yeah. know, there's different versions of it. That's for me, that's my personal yeah. understanding of what soul loss can show up, like especially at the moment. Yeah. And I, I think the reason I asked that was to put it in a little bit of context for people in terms of the spiritual versus the, the physical world. If you don't have awareness, yeah, it's, you know, really what you're saying is anything that triggers that emotional reaction or, or response within yeah. you, it might be a breakdown in a relationship. Absolutely. It might be yeah. the loss, you know, the passing of a loved one. It might yeah. just be unresolved emotional uh, absolutely stuff that sits there that you haven't had the space to deal with, right? Not, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it can be powerlessness as well. Right, yeah. which is now because that's the victim energy. We're in that powerlessness energy, yeah. and so that the soul retrievals are about bringing your power back, bringing your energy back from a situation, and so or, or bringing back the aspects of your soul that might be stuck from that situation. So, with a relationship, for example, maybe it was an abusive relationship, it was mm. a toxic relationship, and and that there was a pattern there, and so you'd be pulling the energy back on that so that you don't you don't come from that connection with someone you're coming from a more empowered place and yeah. a more uh a stronger sense but often we might not even realize that we've experienced you know soul loss and yeah it's it's a tough one because as we go through our life we could actually have a number of experiences yeah. That, that that happens and before we know it we don't feel like ourselves anymore and why mm. is that it's you know and you said it's like well the soul in the body you know sarah one of my mentors she might question that she said well is it our soul the body is are we in the body or is the body within our soul mm. you know like so that's a really interesting perspective because it's like well, are we this linear being or are we actually this really expanded conscious like amazing you know mm. and so even just that awareness that we are connected as part of the whole so yeah, the, yeah. it's a separation really the soul loss is a separation yeah. of fragments of our, our self that or a soul that have been stuck yeah. in the past and whether that's this life or another life um 
yeah or, or from you know deep injustices to yeah. our, our tribe or to our ancestors there can be soul loss on an ancestral level as well right yeah and you know thank you for bringing that up because you know we are on the physical planet right and you and i both have awareness of some of the indigenous beliefs around how we work with the earth and yeah yeah um you know having spent you spent time in peru and i've spent time in colombia and yeah you know our earth can be and our physical environment can be a huge reflection oh. of what's going on with ourselves so and, much and the the global yeah population right yeah yeah so and much so you know a lot of people like yourself and 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 me and other um people who work with spiritual energy or even just healers nurses doctors yeah. whatever it might be yeah you know we're really working hard at the moment to support <laughs> other people mm. to look at you know how can we support you and hold like i'm almost seeing us holding people's hands as they yeah. walk this really challenging time of yeah. you know loss on a global level in yeah. whatever way shape or form you're experiencing that yes yeah. so thank you for bringing that in and for bringing in the different layers and levels that that can sit at depending on where your belief systems are oh, at right absolutely absolutely and it's the spiritual beliefs and the you know uh there's a huge you know, the, the, a lot of the problems or, or the challenges at the moment as well, for people that the indigenous cultures, they would have sacred ceremonies. They've got these beautiful, you know, prayer things that they do. And so there's also been, you know, um, enforcement to try and break up some of these really sacred rituals. Who is someone else to say, well, or this is more important than our beliefs are better than yours and my religion's better than yours and you don't get to do that, but you can do that. And so we're seeing also soul loss on that level. And yeah. that's where the ceremony is. I was, I was actually a bit excited because they saw in Canada, you know, some of the tribes, they were, they were, no, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do our prayer and we're going to do our three-day ritual. And, but there was a real clash because the government was trying to crack that mm -hmm. down. But they're like, hey, these are our laws. These are our land. And so what we're seeing here is, you know, people coming back coming back to almost mm. there what do i really believe in what's important to me and am i prepared to give up what am i prepared to give up right now but also yeah. recognize that there are lives you know people here we do have older people that that people that are afraid yeah. but how yeah. can i still respect my values what's important to me in a way that leaves me empowered that is going to be mm. me empowered and Am I in fear right now or am I in love? And yeah. we're also seeing a lot of people in fear energy right now. And what we need is love and compassion, you know, for, for everyone. Yeah. Not just one person in this race, that country, everyone. Yeah. And, and I want to bring that back to that, that comment you made about separation because, yes. you know, the, the reality is that we, we do live in a, in a space of duality. Right? Yeah, totally. Where yeah. there's, you know, law of balance or whatever you want to call it or whatever yep. you believe in, yin yep. and yang or karma yep. or however you want to call that. Um, you know, we've got the energy of love and compassion and kindness and respect mm. and honour yep. and peace and 
it's that beautiful light space, right? Yeah. And then we've got that heaviness yeah. of the fear and yeah. the, um, the shadow. anger and the frustration and yeah. the stuck yeah. and the confused and the, oh, my God, yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I want to just say for those who are listening or, or watching, both of those are okay. Absolutely. And, and if you find yourself in that space of the heaviness, the fear, the loss, yeah. or the separation from, mm. you know, the love that you are, mm. really, yeah, then just acknowledge it and accept it. Yeah. And and it's almost like giving it a big, big cuddle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because it's embracing <laughs> and giving that. it that compassion. Yeah, and it's also from an embit perspective or from the head heart gut perspective, mm. the sympathetic state and the parasympathetic state. We we can switch between two. We want to be in the middle. We want to be in balance and yeah. homeostasis, which is essentially everything that a lot of healers and lightworkers and we're trying to get people back into balance in themselves, right? When we're in a stress state, that's sympathetic. When we're like really detached and we're cold and we're cold, that's parasympathetic. And so with this situation, it's natural to go between. So how can we be in compassion when there's so much anger going on? And then, so a lot of people are switching between the two and that's where the breath works coming in. That's where being out in nature, that's where certain things we can do can help us be in that space. But a lot of people are judging if they're in anger or, or they're like, oh, well, I should be, you know, I should be out there exercising like everyone else is online and doing this and I'll use this time to improve myself. But some people are going, come on, are you kidding me? Like I just, you know, it's yeah. like there's no, there's a real lack of awareness and compassion sometimes for yeah. other people and what they're going through. Hey, that's great that you're doing well. Great yeah. for you. But what about all these people that are in situations that aren't yeah. doing so well, that don't, know, right? aren't lucky enough to have a house roof over their heads or yeah. to have people that care about them that will actually check in on them, make sure or actually be able to go physically isolate and visit someone. Yeah. And, and that's where and I, my gut brain's going, oh, you know, but I've got to go, it's okay. It's cool. You're allowed to, you're allowed to be passionate. You're allowed to, but just yeah. use that energy in a positive way. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, it brings my my psychology background in a little bit as well with the, I've just seen my guides show me Maslow's hierarchy of needs, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And I want to throw that in for people who are listening because, you know, in the real world context, if we remove that spiritual aspect, it's the same thing. And I just want to put that concept there. At the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy is our basic needs yeah. for shelter, yeah, air, food. food, water, and clothes on our back, right? Yeah. And it, you know, if we're not in a space where we have those needs being met, yeah, we can't move up to that next hierarchy, yeah. which is about joy and fun and you, you know, some of those other things. Yeah, and even if we did, we come back to that first layer. Yeah. Or you're grounded. Do you or know what I mean? You can't yeah. sustain it. You were like brought back very, very quickly. Exactly. (laughs) uh, No, you need to focus right now. You do, right? And so, you know, I love that you brought that in. And, you know, it is about finding that really that position of neutrality, isn't it? And going, how can I find a neutral space with what's going on for myself or for others? Yeah. And that's where we can find that energy of compassion. Yeah. Yeah. But what I want to do, because we've stepped into shifting and clearing and talking a bit about healing, tell me how, or share with people if you can, 
how does soul retrieval work from from an energy healer's perspective yeah tell me a little bit about that process and how it can support people to to deal with some of that emotional trauma or soul loss well i suppose the the best way to put it is it's like if you've lost something and you've lost something that's really important to you and then someone helps you find it mm-hmm. and someone helps you bring it back and it doesn't mean that you can't you can have the intention to bring stuff back yourself you can do the journey work yourself you can do those things and you can have that intention to do your own soul retrievals through journey work but it's that it is that simple it's like someone finding hey this belongs to you here it is back and it's back and it's better than it was. It's actually, you know, bring the energy back. So for example, in, in a situation of maybe someone um, was abused, for example, and their energy before that was innocence and purity mm. and belief. And then they don't have that. That's gone once that situation. And so then to have that belief restored can change your life. It can change yeah. relationships. If you have, you don't believe in love or trust to have that actually coming back into your energetic space because it's an energy thing. It's a game changer. And, mm. and to have that energy, literally feeling your energy. It's just that simple. I don't feel like myself since that. I've never felt like myself all of a sudden. Boom. Wow. Okay. Now I'm ready to move forward. Now I'm ready to take action. I'm actually ready to date again. Or I'm ready to do that career, that job that I was so scared about for. I'm not scared of that anymore because it can even be, further back it might be so mm. for example in my family i had a healer i my i can't remember my great grandma but she used to be she used to read the big what do you call it, the crystal balls crystal like, balls yeah crystal ball and but she got punished for that she got uh, mm. judged for that so on a soul level there was some element of me being you know done over or getting chastised for being a psychic and yeah. for so long I didn't want to tell people that I was a psychic I wouldn't even go out and I tell people oh you, you oh you're a psychic you, you know I wouldn't tell people because I was so I'd get judged or I felt like I, and yeah. so then when you do healing on a on a deeper level whatever's in someone's background or their their life or before that it can be so profound because yeah. it can be a block or soul loss from something years before or lifetimes before that you might not even know about, or you might know about it, but it doesn't make on a sense. Yeah, I know that it doesn't make sense for me to, I know that's, you know, but on mm. an energetic level, you, if you actually got your ass thrown in jail for doing something that was important to you, it might make, make sense why you might not want to do it. You know? Yeah. And it's really interesting. <laughs> I don't, I'm kind of going to throw in a couple of things here that, you know, um, loss of relationship for example mm-hmm. yeah in in you know and i've got a couple of clients who are going through similar experiences and you know i've been there done that before as well um you know when you have a sudden you know loss around relationship yeah. whether it's betrayal yeah. dishonesty yeah. um hurt whatever jealousy whatever comes up in amongst that yeah and it kind of takes you by surprise. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Then, yeah. then you do go into that state yeah. of shock and, yeah. and maybe questioning yourself and your worthiness. Yeah. And, and yeah, so there's all, all these things that are yep. attached to it, right? Absolutely, yep. And there may be a part of that process of letting that relationship go where there's a loss of a home, 
a loss yep. of a of financial resources, a loss yep. of, you know, and for men, loss yep. of seeing kids in amongst yep. that space yep. sometimes. And right? trust as well. If and you trust someone and and I didn't see this coming. Why, you know, and it really comes back to why didn't I trust myself? If you've got good intuition and you felt something was off, right? You know, we've all had those moments as well. Yeah. And that's part right. of the journey. So there's that that's kind of come up just to share and go, you know, that might be something that, you know, you may keep trying to move forward and mm. and heal and you know get yourself into a beautiful yeah. amazing space and move into a new relationship whatever it might be yeah but there might be those patterns right that yeah. keep playing playing and you know you you go round in circles and feel like why do I keep creating yeah. this why do I keep getting the same situation yeah. whether it's yeah. betrayal or whatever yeah there's probably something on that yeah. soul level yeah. right yeah yeah that um, needs clearing so you know just to give people a bit of awareness about how that journey might help yeah totally yeah and you know claire and i have both worked with energy and soul and spirit and all of that for such a long time and you know we both go to our own people when we need to move through our own energy stuff and do our own healing and clearing right and, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a beautiful um, soul retrieval session with Claire and I would highly recommend it <laughs> to anyone that's um, watching or listening. And it's almost like you just get on, a, you know, a massage table, you lay down, you close your eyes and you go into this beautiful state of calmness and peace, just like a meditation. You don't need to do anything. No. Right? And so I just want people to know that that's part of the process of allowing someone else to support you to clear and call back mm. that trust energy or that peace energy or that love or joy that, or support or security or stability, whatever it might be, mm. that, that you feel you lost from that trauma. Mm-hmm. And right? people might not know... We, we usually don't know what the essence is that we've lost or the part of us. But, you know, I was, I was almost raped when I was 15. And for a long time, it really affected me with relationship. I was so scared yeah. to be intimate with anyone. I was so scared, even guys that I really liked. And I had to do a lot of healing on that. And, yeah. But I didn't realise for a long time, hey, actually, this is why you really, it's not because they're not nice guys. Mm-hmm. It was because of a situation where I, I had actually, you know, freaked out and I'd, you know, I, I'd left my body temporarily and then I can't, kind of came back or the opposite, I was fighting, mm-hmm. you know, for my body. So it's, we often might not know what the situation it is, but as soon as people have the intention or book in, often they'll get memories coming up or they'll get visions or flashbacks of, a yeah. per- and they go, oh, I haven't thought about that person for years. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. There's something come Because when you set the intention with the sessions, that's for me, I'll start getting messaging and, you know, it's, as you know, it's like a three day process, at least for mm-hmm. me, I have to start the fasting before, um, so that my energy is in the right state to journey. And 
Mm-hmm. It is a pretty amazing process. And then even afterwards, the soul retreat was just the first part. Then it's the integration afterwards. Then it's the receiving of the energy and allowing things to come in. Mm-hmm. So then you don't even, I like who I am now compared to who I was three, five years ago, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. And it's so much because I've had that intention through the plant medicine, through the soul retrieval, through the journey work that now I can say, wow, who am I going to be in six months? You know, who am I going to be in the year? I don't know. But it's exciting because it's like more and more of my energy and my wisdom coming back. And I remember the first time I did a a plant medicine ceremony in in the jungle. So when they do the soul retrieval set in plant medicine, certain retreats, they will do soul retrievals as part of the mm-hmm. ceremony. So they sing, they use the medicine. It's a sacred process. Year, hundred, you know, the whole lineage, you know? And so the first night I was there, they did soul retrieval on me. And it was all of a sudden the plants were like, where you been? Where have you been? We've been waiting for you. Like we've been waiting. And I just yeah. cried and cried and cried. And I can't explain my personal experience is completely different to someone else, but it yeah. was like I'd come home and it was like I'd, my jungle, it was like home. And how can that, I can't, I don't know what's going to happen for a person because of a soul retrieval. Yeah. Um, all I know is from my own experience, the more that I've done the work and the more that I've allowed myself to receive the energy coming back and whatever, when I've been drawn to work with a shaman or a healer or the plants, it's just blown me away by then what memories come back and yeah. you can have energy coming back. I had energy coming back from being on the mountains. I had energy coming back from being in ceremony, from doing the work with my shamans. And mm. it, it can be as simple as someone even apologizing to us. Then that can, yeah. uh, you know, like even with Australia, with indigenous Australia, with the, you know, the stolen generation yeah. for years, they just wanted an apology. That yeah. was it. And because there was no apology given, it was, there was no acknowledgement that that had even happened. Mm. So the soul retrievers were also about acknowledging on a soul level or a physical level, hey, that happened and that's okay. But you know what? You don't need to stay stuck there. What, what can we do now to have your healing and move forward so yeah. that we can be healed, that you can step into empowerment, you know? Yeah. And I just want to let people know, you know, and I know what your work is. And when you talk about plant medicine, a lot of people don't really get that. And I know yeah. that, I know that from your own experiences, there's been some some people in your world, let's say, yeah. <laughs> that haven't really got that. And yeah. just and to that's, sh- that's totally that's okay. totally okay. But I just wanted to kind of pick up on that and share with people what that means. Is you know. Think about our Indigenous um, peoples before us, right? Um, Go back into, you know, the the Incans, the Mayans, the the Australian Indigenous people are are one of the oldest Indigenous communities in in the world, right? And so before we had manufacturers of pharmaceuticals or whatever, what do you think the the medicines came yeah. from they came from the plants they they're all for plants from oh, the earth plants. right yeah and so what the shamanic path from you know just yeah. to put it in a bit of context for people is about going back to those roots yeah. of the indigenous peoples and going you know what here's the energy i want to work with yeah and here's you know, each of those each yeah. of those plants have their own vibration, yeah. their own energy. And, mm-hmm. you know, science tells us that everything has energy. 
Yes. So well, science acknowledges that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think, I, and I'm not great on science, but I think it was Einstein that said, you know, everything is made up of energy. Mm. So yeah. a plant is made up of energy. Oh, yeah. As well as us, right? Yeah. And so why can't we tap into the positive energy that they bring us? Well, we can. Yeah. And, and that's... For, for others to have a little bit of questioning on that. Right? Yeah, well, I, from, the, from what I know, and I'm only still pretty new on the Shipibo path, but the shamans believe that every plant has a spirit. Every plant has an energy and that plant might have something to, and they have the light and the dark sides, like all, like all of us. Right. But then they learn how to work with those plants for healing and the energy of that for healing. And that's, so it's not just a, something we take. It's actually that plant has like a living yeah. energy and it's such a different, just a completely different approach that, it's not just this one part you can just take this and then it's going to heal. It's actually, no, well, what else is going on behind the mm. sickness? Why are you really sick? What's really underneath that? Oh, okay. Oh, this is the symptoms of the disease, but there's an energetic yeah. thing. And so the soul retrievers also can help you pull back uh, energy. Again, physical symptoms from my body, mind understanding, they can manifest in a lot of ways. And, and the soul retrievals, you know, they can help, restore balance on an energy level and then that might affect you so for example again going back to if someone's had physical abuse mm -hmm. they might put on extra weight from a body mind perspective to protect themselves um and i think it's actually it's shown even in the communities where there is a lot of um sexual abuse there's a really big obesity rates now from the body mind yeah. psychosomatic perspective it's all protection on the on the base chakra the sacral because to keep people away so they don't have to feel mm -hmm. and so if you actually went back and, and pulled the energy back people not to say that people could lose weight but it's actually understanding that the body is always trying to show us hey you need to pay attention to this you need yeah. to pay attention to the situation or that event that you're trying to pretend didn't happen or or you yeah. don't acknowledge happen and it, it really is an amazing tool yeah. if you look at the body and what is why am i getting sick now what's really going on here what well actually why don't i want to have a relationship Hmm. Is it really because I don't like the person or is it because something else is really stopping me from a yeah. past, you know? So there's so many layers to it. Um, and I think it's really important that you use the word, word it's a tool because, yeah. you know, for everyone listening and watching, there are so many different tools out there that you can work with to heal yeah. whether that's you know if you're drawn to go to the the medical profession to do that then and abs do absolutely that. like it's absolutely. amazing you yeah. know and there's such a place for that and there's such a place for absolutely. western medicine but it's like well amazing what if we could really get it working together and exactly. i've got to say respect to you know i had a as you know i had a recent experience i haven't shared too much on it but that when i was in that situation with some medical professionals they were absolutely amazing respecting mm. my spiritual beliefs and my personal yeah. beliefs and it made such a difference in hindsight it could have yeah. been a lot worse than what i did experience it was traumatic enough for me but the way the professionals handled it was incredible and, yeah. and that's where i could see this could be amazing if we could really respect what if we could respect the medicine? What if we could respect, you know, all this knowledge that we've got with science and anti-venoms and, and then work with the medicine of the people and the yeah. land? Yeah. And that's kind of my utopian world. Why can't it work in yeah. Why does it have to be one against the other? It doesn't. Yeah. 
And and what I working together. And what one soul needs may not be what the other soul needs, right? So, you know, and and here's the thing, this is where, you know, my work around working with intuition and, you know, teaching people to tap into that, it's tap into your own knowing, tap into what feels right for you, right? And look at look at all the different tools and opportunities and, and people that you have around you Yeah. or, you know, go to the soul and ask it, what do you yeah. need? And yeah. show, like you said, show me the way. Yeah. And that's and one also, of my key things. Just show me the way. Yeah. And also respect, you know, just because I don't agree with putting this in my body or this situation, I want natural. And that doesn't yeah. mean that someone else doesn't need, you know, someone with diabetes, for example, or yeah. situations. So who are we to judge? Exactly. Hey, you know what? Oh, well, that's not okay. Cause I don't agree. No, actually your personal opinion is your personal opinion. That's yeah. it. Your point of view. Yeah. You don't get and to it, say and what it may another be person. what that soul needs in order totally. to feel safe, secure, and yeah. at ease. And if that's yeah. the case, then go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I know that we could keep going for hours on, on <laughs> all the different yeah. topics that you and I, um, you know, understand and awareness is on. Um, you Did know, I answer the question? Well, we, we, really we, went where the question. We, we went where we needed to go. <laughs> and, and I trust that we go where spirit needs us to go for those who are listening and watching. Um, what I would ask you to do, if you can give three small tips um, for people who are interested in or feel like they've had some soul loss yeah. and, and feel like they would benefit from a soul retrieval, give me three tips or three insights. Well, if, if they feel that they've had a situation like that, the, there is a lot of journey work available online, for example. Like I've actually got, you know, the Twin Flame, the Panther soul retrieval um, that I recorded a journey. So that's an example. You could go in with the intention. I'm going to go in. I feel like I've uh, lost some energy around this person. I'm going to go do a journey on that. So you could use yeah. meditations and some of the materials that are already created from different people. And I can recommend people or we yeah. can send people, you know, the, the twin flame panther one if they need to just get an experience. So that's one thing you can do. You can actually set the sacred space yourself, have the intention, do the process and then just see what happens and let it integrate. So that's one thing they can do. Um, another thing would actually be taking physical steps to pull the power back. So uh, I haven't been the best with money. I've been pretty useless previously. You know, I had accounts with my super everywhere. I had money here and there. And I've gone, oh, I really need to pull my energy back on that. I need to do like a soul retrieval physical with money. <laughs> right. I need to get call these companies and get my money back. And actually, no, you need to transfer it into this account. So you can actually take physical yeah. actions in the 3D world to, to just get your power back. You know what? If your bank is charging you this amount for this, you know what? Change your freaking, change your bank. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear on you, but yeah. <laughs> you can take actions. If someone is putting energy in your space and you feel actually deflated or demoralized by having put boundaries in place mm. because we can actually have soul loss from physical interactions as well and emotionally abusive situations. So better boundaries, 
physically taking action in the real world around money relationships. And it might be someone who's lost uh, custody of their kids. Well, yeah. Did you actually fight for it? Did you put in that you wanted custody? You might actually need to take physical steps yeah. to, to get that back. And that in itself can be a very healing process. And then, of course, there's the energetic, the journey work as well, yeah. right? So yeah. they're probably the three big things that you could do that you, they're not real you know they're not woo woo they're not you really? don't have to go do all this <laughs> like you don't it might just be you know what i'm just gonna change my back i'm just gonna i'm gonna yeah. call, make some calls i'm gonna send a few letters out to the police or to this i'm gonna protest against that fine i'm gonna stand up for my rights actually that's breaking the law here i'm gonna actually put in against that and i'm gonna yeah. watch an official complaint and yeah. it might be even a business person <laughs> that's taken that's accepted your money and you've had a terrible service and you go well, yeah. i'm actually gonna call up the ombudsman and yeah. put in a complaint against that person <laughs> and, and so funny that i've done just exactly that so I, I forgot. Yeah, just, you had that happen. Just kind of share, just kind of sharing with everyone, and you, you know, talking about money in particular. Yeah. Um, I had, and and it is past because I go back there, right? Um, I had been told that by lots of people in my life that I was bad with money. You're really bad with money. You're really terrible. Great with money. story. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so you know, what did I create? I was bad with money. I couldn't yeah. manage my money. I didn't know yeah. how to manage my money. But yeah. actually, I just put my hand up at one point and went, you know what? I've never actually been taught yeah. how to manage money. It was just yeah. assumed that I would know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually took a step back, did some healing work yeah, around awesome. money. Mm. And exactly like you're saying, I yeah. called my energy back, right? Because yeah. when we put money out, yeah. we're putting energy out. Totally, and it's absolutely, really, it's all energy, and it's really looking at where I'm putting my money. Is this in my? Is this feeling loving and kind and all of yeah. that, or is it feeling heavy and like I'm being controlled or, or whatever yeah. it might be? Right. Yeah. And then calling that back in, mm. empowering myself with the knowledge, and and I did some research and I did some research upstairs as well and got drawn to people who could help yeah. me around learning yeah. how to deal with money, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, now I teach others about how to shift and change Which, their money story. But it's brilliant. It's brilliant, right? Because it's not just about, well, where is my money? Where is it going? I actually I don't agree with my money going this. You know what? I'm going to call that back in. Like mm. for now, even in this situation, I've made a commitment. I'm only going to spend money with people that I love. I'm only going to spend yeah. money as much as I can. It's not always possible. I'm going to spend money with businesses that I'm passionate about. I'm going to spend money yeah. with people that I know are in integrity. I'm going to spend money on clothes that are recycled or reused or I know have come from a sustainable source yeah. because my money, I don't want my money going to something that might be slave labor or, or I don't agree with, or yeah. it's, you know and because that's also you know a, the money can it's like a leak an energy yeah, leak. it is so it is and it's a loss so, like soul yeah, loss right totally. and so that's i don't want my money going somewhere that's i don't agree with no i'm gonna send it here i know these yeah. guys have done that i think i might pay a little bit more but i know that's going to support this person i believe in their work yeah. and so it's actually changing on some levels like even now i you know i've got an eco toothbrush i've got bamboo i've got 
you know, it's my empowerment with what I'm putting yeah. into my body and the foods. Yeah. So it, it goes across those things because it, it could be even, you know, drinking water that uh, isn't pure water, you know, and then we can experience energy out that mm. way. Oh, what can I do about it? Well, actually, you can get a filter on your water tap or you can, yeah. you know, you can drink out of glass bottles, whatever it is. Yeah. You don't have to keep playing that game. No. It's identifying where it, where am I giving away my power? Yeah. Where have I given away my power? Yeah. What can I do right now in this moment to actually start feeling more empowered? And that's what it's about. The soul retrievals are about being empowered, feeling solid. Yeah. And, and what there's certain things you can control, there's certain things you can't. But right yeah. now in this environment, in my immediate environment, what do I have control over? Yeah. I have control over what goes into my body. I have control over my mind. I have control over what I listen to and what I don't want to see and I don't want to hear. And that's yeah. actually not care for me. I'm going to go out to the yeah. beach. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to be surrounded by nature and I'm yeah. going to be so grateful for that. And yeah. that's my reality, right? And does that mean it's everyone else's reality? No. So respect yeah. everyone's journey. But what do you have contained? What is your sacred container? And that's your yeah. physical, mental space, emotional space. Yeah. Yeah. And we could talk about everything for, for so much longer. So I'm going to stop that there and say, <laughs> can you please tell everybody, Claire, how they can connect with you if they'd like more information about the soul retrieval work that you're doing or to book in for a session with you? Yeah, well, the best probably just through my Facebook or through my website. So my website's just www.clairelkelly.com. Um, Facebook, you can find me under Clarswing or I'll probably be up on your page, I suppose, uh, when you put the interview up. And um, Instagram as well. So I've got my Claire underscore L underscore Kelly on there. You can find me through any of those. But the website's probably best. I am going to be putting up a lot more about the soul retrievals just because the spirit has shown me how important it is for people right now. Um, so I will be putting up a few different examples and, and uh, even some situations for people to connect with of maybe why they might need a soul retrieval and how it can help them. And I'll put some links up for the journeys if they want to just test it out first and, and see if it's not a fit for everyone. Yeah. And you have to be ready for a change and for a shift. But that's exactly what's happening right now. And I'm yeah. excited about it. It's pretty big work. And so there's a lot of preparation involved my end. And, and also the person might have things coming up even before a session, but that's also part of the clearing and the transformation. So, yeah, yeah but that's the best way. So Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and for, for supporting other people so much on their journey at the moment. Thank you for having me on your show. Pleasure. Grateful to be here. Yeah, pleasure. And for those of you who'd like to connect with me further, you can do so through Facebook, Leanne the Barefoot Medium, YouTube, Leanne the Barefoot Medium, and the same on SoundCloud, or Instagram, the Barefoot Medium, and also jump on to my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au. If you've enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to support us and the show by subscribing and following, leaving us a comment about what you found valuable and how it helped and then sharing it with your friends, family um, and other networks, whoever it is you feel drawn to. I'm Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. It's been an absolute pleasure having you join us for the show today and to share wisdom for your journey, clarity that might help you on your path and to support you in manifesting your dreams. Wherever you are in the world, 
whoever you are surrounded with, please know that you are always connected on a soul level. And I wish you health, well-being, love and joy. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Barefoot TV and Podcast Show.